It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to another edition of the Sick Podcast, Fire of Rabel. I mean, Talking Titans. We're back with another edition. Got tons to talk about. I don't want to waste any time. Sammy, start me up. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast. Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards. Touchdown, Titans. The sickest Tennessee Titans podcast. Sick! It's gonna be sick. Sick, sick, sick. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. I'm joined once again by my two counterparts, Jarrett and Ben. Ben, uh, you didn't have a, a proper opportunity to to kind of share with the people what your thoughts were. So before we move forward into the current events for this week and uh, this upcoming matchup against the Jags. Give us your more formal rendition of what you got to witness live down south. Uh, yeah, so I, I was there on Sunday, and it was great for one drive, and that was about it. We marched right down the field. I think the first play was like a 15, 20-yard game to Hopkins. Um, quick, fast, and in a hurry, we went down there and put up a field goal, which isn't all that surprising, but then that was really it aside from one other field goal the whole game. Um, it was just ugly top to bottom. I reiterated it time and time again when I was in the car, uh, when I joined you guys live. We have to do everything right by this kid going forward because I fear what we did to Mariota. I'm not comparing Mariota and Levis talent-wise, situation-wise. I think we thought we saw it in Mariota, and we knew – had he stayed healthy, knock on wood, which he didn't, and had proper protection, proper weapon, we weapon, you know the word I'm looking for, proper weapons around them, weaponry, <laughs> weaponry is the word I was looking for. Sorry, that he could have had a chance. You know, now we have a kid in Will Levis who definitely looks like he has the goods. I don't even think his biggest haters can deny that his first three weeks, you know, have he he looks like he belongs. You can just a simple eye test. You could tell when someone belongs in the league and when you feel like they could be something special. And I think we have that in him. Uh, all that being said, we have to do everything we can to protect them and to surround them with talent and proper coaching. And just we need to do everything we can right by him. And I think that's what successful organizations do. You have to get lucky enough to find one. Then you have to do things to surround the leader of your team with as much talent as possible. Um, that being said, the line was a joke. I worry 
for his well-being and his health. I'll get into that later, a strategy I think the Titans should do the rest of the year to protect his health a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the defense – Listen, I'm not even still that mad at the defense. They had an interception. They only let up 20 points. I mean, we didn't get much pressure on Baker. But guess what? I mean, he did. we did cause another fumble that they recovered. So, really, we forced two turnovers, and they only let up 20 points. But Jeffrey Simmons said it. You have to score more points, so we're not doing that. You hold As a defense, if you hold the opposing team to around 20 points, you should be in every game. And this defense doesn't have an offense that's supporting it. It's starting to show. It's starting to wear on our defense. Um, there's going to be a lot of pieces that need to go on that defense as well. Nick Folk finally missed his first kick, so we can't even give him his uh, his props anymore. This whole team needs help, but that being said, the silver lining of the season is a handful of players, one of them being Will Levis. Kajay Spears is talented. Um, I think Skaronsi is going to be a player. But other than that, I mean, we have a lot – a lot of work to do. It was it was fun to see live my team. Obviously, I think that's the fourth or fifth stadium. I think I've been to to see them live. I love traveling to see them. It was a great time. It was insanely hot, but you know, even with that, it was very cool to see them live. But to see your team just completely look well, just uh, atrocious. You know what I mean? You know when you're watching a game on TV and you're like, Jesus Christ, this is hard to watch. And it's your team. I had no choice because I was there. Like, I couldn't – you know what I mean? So, top to bottom, it was a fun trip. I love seeing them. But we better hope that we get it right this offseason because then if we don't get it right in the next offseason or two, it's going to be – it's going to be the days of uh, Jake Locker, Kerry Collins, uh, Rusty Smith, but I think worse. I think we'll be at the bottom of the NFL if we don't get this right and we mess this up and we ruin this kid like we ruined Mariota. That was my five-minute five piece, so whoever wants to go next, have at it. So I want to kind of be the uh, the lightning bolt, the shit stir, the, um, the bully on the podcast right now today. And um, I want to just say, you got you keep saying that we got to surround our quarterbacks. And this is going back to Tannehill, quarterbacks with talent. We have to give them a line. This team has gone way down the hill since the Roger Saffolds, the um, Taylor Lewans, the Ben, the Ben Jones. All those guys have been gone. So it's three years now that we've been struggling. Our defense has been holding to twenty points for the last couple of years now. Steady pace where we should be able to win football games. It's the offensive problem, the weapons and everything like that. How now? We fire Rabel, right? This is what everybody wants. This is what you guys want. Insert a coach right now on this roster, even the beginning of the season or even next year, to, to do what they're doing. And, and who do you think would do better in Vrabel's spot right now if you guys are hating so much on Vrabel? Vrabel's done it. He's won Coach of the Year already. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say go. He won his. He won with all those players. We have a shit team right now. Oh my God! We we have to implement a line in front of this guy. You just said it. We have to surround this guy with talent, and we'll be scoring points. How I about get, in the end I of the first half against Pittsburgh? Whose decision was that? I get decision making, but the players when That's you start part of film, it. when you when you start seeing players missing assignments and everything like that, and Will Levis. Uh, in three starts, has been hit and pressured fourteenth most out of anybody in three games so far. Twenty five times the guy's been hit. 
it's 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 not a coaching problem like that when when guys are missing assignments. I've I've watched and saw film a couple a couple times. Dilliard is a swinging door, and he's proven it. When when everyone's a hat on a hat, you know, tic tac tight. And shout out him for providing that when we when I was watching it today on Twitter. When everyone has a hat on a hat, and you and you try to throw the ball, and one guy swings and misses badly, whose fault is that? That's not Vrabel's fault. Why do they keep putting Dillard in then? I, I don't know, but obviously every, fucking, every, he is but, the decision okay, maker. We saw, we saw everybody wanted D- Dillard Ray Dunes. He came in two false starts right away. He had one of the worst um, pass grades in, in the NFL with 44.6 or something like that, along with Will Levis this weekend. So clearly it's a depth problem again, just like we had last year, a depth problem again because we're in purgatory from John Robinson again. So hopefully, like I said, moving forward now, Scratch all this shit out. Six wins is not going to win us anything. Just like you said today on Twitter, rooting for our team to lose is so hard for the diehard fans that we are, but we know that we need so much, whether it be Joe Alt, Marvin Harrison Jr., um, the, the Penn State tackle. I don't know, but this team needs so much. and I don't see Vrabel being so much, so much of the problem that everyone's saying that he's so much of the problem. He doesn't I would say, anyone, Jerry. I would say 50-50. All you, all, you see all these guys in the NFL that are saying Vrabel's a, a, a great coach. He's a motivator. Ooh. He knows uh, Max Crosby, another guy from um, – They're not in the they're not in the team. doesn't matter. He coached the Pro Bowl, and he said that, you know, Vrabel – I would love to play for a guy like Vrabel. Taylor Juan says it all the time on podcasts. So I mean, we can't. He can't fix the 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 uh, the, the the crap that John Robinson gave us. But he, so he, he, good he has made good decisions. He has also he has also taken zero responsibility for the team's inefficiencies the last few years. So along with the lack of success, I think his attitude, the fact that he refuses refuses to acknowledge himself as part of the problem, at least instead of saying the he line said it was this weekend, really- though. Instead of, saying, instead of saying the line was really bad this week, you know what he said? Well, we dropped four or five passes. Like, dude, stop picking and choosing who you defend every week and just admit from top to bottom, coaching, playing, every the performance all over is shit. He so said his head coach is the problem, too. His, his head, yeah, well, it only took him, what, three years for, of, of this shit, two years of downing, and now one year at Tim Kelly for him to finally acknowledge that, you know, he has to have some sort of power is what I'm saying. You know, so like you said, the blocking isn't his fault. This isn't his fault. That isn't his fault. He has some sort of power over different decisions that are made within that organization. He's done nothing to own up to it. He's done nothing to, I, I don't, I think, change it. Um, and it's frustrating. I think a lot wore a lot of people thin and me being one of them, because I've always liked Brave Boy. I have. And I think he'll be unemployed for five minutes should we let him go. And I think in a situation where he, um, and don't be surprised if, if he gets looked at for a top college job. I think I think he's a – now, I listen, whatever. That's besides the point. I really don't give a fuck. Let me but, ask you a question, Jared. Let me ask you a question, Jared. What – outside of Jeffrey Simmons, which is the only case you can make, which I think that was God-given, so I don't think he had anything to do with that. What young defensive player – what young defensive player, since this guy's such a defensive-minded coach, such a motivator, what young defensive player has he developed – what young defensive player has Mike Vrabel developed and you've seen major progression since he's brought them onto the Titans? Can you name anyone? I'll name you two. Go it, ahead. Harold Landry that gave him that contract that he earned and Amari, uh, Amari Hooker. 
Amani Hooker. Amani Hooker, who's who's let's just guys, Amani Hooker is a fucking average player in the NFL. Okay, and, but and Harold Landry, pair, the second pair him with, money, pair him with the an all-pro safety. His money is nowhere to be found. Of course, nowhere to be found. The people are still saying about his injury that happened 15 months ago. Come on. That's yeah, I mean, listen, I think he, I, I think he could be a good head coach on a a team where that's ready to compete. That's right there. And, and I, don't right. Think he, I don't think he's meant to any, be on a team. Any coach can do that. I don't think I don't think he's meant to be on a team that has to develop young talent. It seems as if. He doesn't have the patience for it. His attitude. That's, that's, you got to. You have to develop, you develop people in the fucking NFL. I'm I agree sorry. with you. Why are you yelling at me? I fucking I'm not agree yelling with at you. you. I'm yelling at the situation. Because I'm so yeah, I understand. I, I, I see. Yeah, I see what I'm this fucking is. You guys, you guys should want better. You guys I do want better. No, I sir, you, better. You're, say, you're saying that Brable's not the, a problem. He I said he's... One, He's one of the biggest fucking problems of this organization I said he's right half, now. I said he's half the problem. because what He's we half have, the problem and he should still be gone. Well, listen, the, the people that we have at depth in the, in the, uh, in the, well, there's a huge echo right now. You see, you hear that, anybody? Same as you fix that, it's gone now. He made North Jersey shake right there. Yeah, he made North Jersey shake. Um, the, the talent on the offensive line alone is just god awful. I mean, that can't be just on the, um, on the head coach. It's the draft picks, too, and the guys that we're bringing in. Clearly, the $30 million, that's why I saw today, the clearly the $30 million that we spent on Andre Dillard, a former first-round draft pick, is just god-awful. I would put literally any one of us out there at left tackle, and we would do a better job. Because this guy, the last two the two seasons, the other the other schmuck, uh, Dennis Daly, too. I mean, who's bringing these guys in? Does Vrabel have this say? Because we don't know. So we're skeptical. We're, we're uh, being skeptical on who who has that say. Was it John Robinson that 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 pulled Dennis Daly in? Did Vrabel say, "Yeah, I want him"? Did, did he say he wanted Andre Dillard? Was it Rand's guy? We don't know. But whoever's calling the shots uh, is a major problem. But I'm saying Vrabel's a 50-50 problem right now, and a lot of it's the skill players and the depth players that we have on this team. Again, even if he's only fifty percent of the problem. Why wouldn't we want to get rid of 50% of the fucking problem? That's what I need to know. So that's fine. If you don't want to give him more than 50%, which I think, honestly, I think he might have a point. Maybe 50% is a fair share of the of the blame to put on Mike Vrabel. But guess what? Even if it's 50%, that's still an egregious amount for your head coach to be contributing to the problems of your team. So he's got to go. We need a coach that motivates and, and, you know, it wouldn't hurt to have a head coach that calls the plays on one side of the ball, which our guy doesn't do. So, I mean, all you got to do is look around the league. Look at, look at uh, you know, um, Antonio Pierce, right? Just a little switch. And they played some bad teams. They played bad teams. And we don't know if he's going to be a good coach long term. Nobody knows. But I'll tell you one thing. They're having a freaking party in the locker room every single week. And they cannot wait to play for this guy now. Don't get me started on D'Amico Ryan over in Houston. Every single guy on that roster, look at what they're doing. They're in the fucking playoff right, hunt. They the also had a, they Texans. had a they had a lot of money last year to spend, and they did it well. Got proven guys in there. Now let me ask you guys a question. Let me turn it over a little bit now. Season's over. We own a top eight to seven draft pick, right? Vrabel stays. He's the coach. I love how we're getting fired up. I just love it. I love talking like this. We get a top seven pick, right? We have the hundred million dollars. He turns it around. We go. We have, we go after uh, Joe Alt. We get um, you know somebody else like um, Keenan Coleman in the draft. We get T Higgins. We surround this guy with talent. We build a line. We start winning games next year. You know, we start off seven and two, just like just like the Jaguars or seven and three next year. 
Are you guys happy with Rabel? Well, hey, listen, winning cures a lot. I'll give of you that. It does. Win, of winning it does. cures. Winning cures a lot. So listen, if he does stick around, that's what he's going to have to do to win back the fifty percent of the fan base that he has now seemingly lost. More than that. More Whatever. Than you know what I'm saying though. An yes, overwhelming part of the fan base once it's gone. So if he comes back, if which I say is a coin flip at best nowadays, um, he's going to have to do that. I mean, listen, you, you you never know, Jared. We could be worse than that. I'm starting to think, and I'll get back to what I wanted to say at the beginning of the podcast: ways to protect. Will Levis's longevity is, I hate to say it, I would run Derrick Henry's knees off his ball, run his knees off his leg the rest of the season and let him go in free agency. He's, he's with the second in the league in rushing, but I mean, he's, I, I don't know. I don't think he's the Derrick Henry of old. I would get every ounce of football we have out of him to protect the next 10 years. Cause even if Henry comes back, it's going to be for a year or two, protect our next 10 years, AKA Will Levis. Go out in free agency, go get T. Higgins, or if you're bad enough, get Marvin Harrison Jr. Use the hundred million to protect Will Levis. Look what the Bengals did with Joe Burrow. They were three and what were they? Three and thirteen, something like that, four and twelve. They could have drafted a lineman. They ended up with Jamar Chase. The next year they were a few plays away from winning the Super Bowl. I I I got it. Turn it around. You could turn it around fast. I think we need to let Derrick Henry play his last bit of football for us, protect Will Levis as much as possible. And hope that we only win one or two more games and forget the top eight. We're looking at top. I want to pick no later than fifth now, to be honest with you. We're going to have Carolina, Chicago, Arizona might win a few more games with Kyler back. Giants. The Giants. We, we could sneak in that four or five. And then you're really talking about, you know, Marvin getting Harrison the Jr. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, that would just be. But let me let me just let me just get a few things out because I want to dissect a couple things that were said. First of all, about, you know, what would happen next if we did turn around? Well, let me ask you a question. I, if that's going to happen, I need confidence. I need guarantees that when we have all the right pieces in place, he's not going to continue to do things like horrible clock management, not knowing when to use your timeouts, conceding drives in the fucking red zone. Those are all things that are part of this, that are all part of the collective piece of the pie as to why he is not a good or a great football coach. He's not even good with his decision-makings. He doesn't motivate anyone. He's not developing anyone. I'm not taking Harold Landry and Amani Hooker as examples because they're right now they're, they're not above-average players. So, again, I need you to find me an above-average defender that he's developed. He has not. So that's another thing. Now we move on to Derrick Henry. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't really think Derrick Henry's lost as much as you guys think. Because if you I watch these games, no, 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 not not you, Jared. You're right. Yeah. If you watch these games, guys, it's such freaking. Yeah, who's getting hit three from, yards behind the line? Wait, yeah, but, but, but beyond that, guys, when we're doing when we're doing these sets with fucking Chris Moore as your only receiver on the outside, of course everyone knows Derrick Henry's getting the ball from oh, the middle. Yeah. Not to mention we have no fucking blocking anyway, so it's it is. A, 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 a miracle that this guy's second in the league of rushing when our offensive coordinator has no clue what he's doing outside of the scripted plays and he has no blocking. So I'm yeah, sorry, it, I'm not taking those I, I listen, I agree. I, I love Derek Henry as much as the next guy. I think a, a team next year was not going to want to pay a running back like Derek Henry, uh, let's just say 20 million for two years that he might no. be able to get on the open market. He could get seven, eight, between seven and 10 million a year. It only takes one. Eight. Team it only takes one team to pay him that. And if he wants to stay at that price, then sure. But, I mean, 
let's let's be honest with ourselves. There's a very good chance he's not on this team next year either. Yeah, and it's not so, going to be his fault. Yeah, it's not his fault. So instead of worrying about the next year or two of maybe having him back on the team, let's look at the next 10 years of Will Levis and his health. Let's run Derrick Henry 30 times a game for the rest of the season. Try to make sure that our young quarterback is healthy in the draft. We'll mm-hmm. get a top lineman or a Marvin Harrison Jr. and a hundred million in cap space to go reload yourself. You know, so <clears throat> I think that's the plan. I, that's how I would like to do it. Because if you yeah. let this drop back 25, 30 times a game, how fucking stupid would we feel oh, if, we had, if we got fucking hurt? Yes, but you know, Jared- you want to protect your. We haven't had this in forever. I would sacrifice. Two year, two more years of Derrick Henry for the next ten to twelve years of a franchise quarterback. Yes, but I, I, we need we need better protection. I I hundred that, percent. That, that's not going to happen. It's not. Gonna I, happen. I, I understand. I understand. But my point is, and I'm not. I will not step away from this point. If if we wind up losing another four or five games, and we have a chance. You have to get Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I, I know Ott is the real Thanks deal. For this. We need, 100%, we need a you. Hall of Famer day one. And this guy, all signs are pointing. He can't miss. You can't miss with him. It doesn't hurt that his dad killed us for 20 fucking years. That doesn't hurt either. We need someone who is going to change everything with this franchise and as much as protection is in dire need probably more this year than last year i'd rather address that in free agency use some of that money with proven guys and get a freaking child hall of famer that will be on the titans for the next decade you'll have them on the lower end for the first five years and then you send them a boatload of money you keep them there until the wheels fall off no more no more t- listen Skaronsa could be a hall of famer I hope he is some guys in the draft the offensive lineman could be hall of famers I I wouldn't doubt it but we fucked up with AJ Brown we're in the worst position we've ever been in it's we got a new stadium coming in if this team loses a lot more games and we're in those top five picks top 10 picks, you need Marvin Harrison Jr. on the Titans. No freaking brainer. End of story, period. That's there's a lot. There's, there's besides That's Marvin it. Harrison Jr., there's a lot of wide receivers deep in this draft. I don't Vin, care. Vin, you I say it all the time. Care. I understand we have a, uh, a stadium coming up, a nice new stadium coming up in 2027, and, and a Harrison Jr. jersey would, would put ass in the seats and everything like that. Vin, you always talk about you got to build the line, protect your quarterback, build a defensive line, a ton of pressures. Guys, I have – this is the first time ever with a with a draft class that's coming out. And I've looked after this podcast, look at what's available in free agency for offensive linemen next year. Okay. Yeah, I, am sick, I am sick and tired of our quarterbacks getting killed with no protection for us to can't even throw the ball. I hate Traylon Burks. Trust me, I would want I would want um Marvin Harrison Jr. on the team. I, I I hate that we traded AJ Brown. You're talking about generational talents for years to come. We had it. We screwed up with that trade. Uh, but now trade we Rable, have, trade Rabel for a first round pick and get that, fucking if, Marvin Harrison that, in the first that, pick and get an offensive lineman with the second first round if pick. That, if that's the case, oh, if that's the case, problem listen, solved. This is this that is the problem solved. But this is the first time ever if we have a top five pick, I don't know what to do with it because we desperately need that left tackle. We desperately need that wide receiver. No, we don't. We have a left tackle, but that's okay. No. We just don't put him there. That's fine. But well, either way, we need linemen. Yep, we do. We need linemen. 
And we've been hitting, we've been hitting since since 2019. We've whiffed on every single lineman that came in at the to try to replace. So that's what's killing us right now, too. I get so, what you're saying about what I always say about protecting, you know, your quarterback and building the team from the inside out, offensive line and defensive line. But when there is a receiver of this, you know, talent level in a draft, I mean, everyone said that the 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 Bengals should have took Panay Sewell. And when they took Jamar Chase, it was like, oh, they're just teaming him up with his boy Burrow is going to get killed. And he did get hit a lot. And he did get hit a lot. And that's not true. May and and what's your name can go one and two. No. Well, listen, let's just say for argument's sake that he is available. I think I would rather take him over one of the top guys, Alt and the kid from Penn State. And then for the every pick you have for the rest of the draft, take an offensive lineman. Take Deal. eight, Deal. take Ryman, Deal. Take whatever we have, seven picks, Marvin Harrison Jr., and six offensive linemen, and put 15 offensive linemen into a room and figure it out. Sammy, after this podcast, I want put you to Derek put up a Henry poll. In the ring. I want you yeah. to put up a poll, Sammy, from this podcast. I want you to put up a poll to say if we have a top five pick and Harrison Jr., Neighbors, Alt, and the Penn State linemen are all available at five. I want a percentage on who is you're gonna, gonna, gonna win lose that poll. that poll, my friend. Not, Trust it's me. me. It's not me losing the poll. I want to see what the fans would have to say. Who would they want? We all said we want. I'm 50-50. I swear to you guys, as a diehard fan, like you guys know, I don't know who I'm picking. I, I don't do. know who I'm picking. I, I love know. Marvin Harrison Jr., but we def we, we we need that left tackle too. We need know. a receiver so, so of, bad. We just scored six points against one of the worst the bottom so, ten teams in the league. Uh, we haven't scored a touchdown a thousand, in, in three I'm weeks. A thousand percent with you guys, but like they're all we need, we need that too. But the only thing that we're going to fo- focus on is in free agency. I know we're getting way too ahead of ourselves because it's exciting because our team is six wins. We're not we're not getting to the playoffs. So no. our, our listeners can be like, "Oh, these guys are crazy." Six wins, six losses. You're not making the playoffs. So scratch it out of your head right now. Not in November. We have, and especially with a line like that, no way. So if you're thinking about it, let's see what he does because because everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, we, we got to get this guy. It's free agency first wave, second wave. Then it tells you what we're going to do in the draft. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Jared, um, let's just say hypothetically, though, because I just did some quick math in my head. So Chicago is going to get that number one pick because Carolina is, uh, yeah. is going to get it. And let's, and let's just say, for argument's sake, they take one of the quarterbacks. They probably move on from fields. I would say draft Caleb Williams or Drake May. Get what you can for Fields, and even if they don't do that, I guess they could take Marvin Harrison Jr. if they want to keep Fields. I think they take one of the quarterbacks. The Giants take the second quarterback. Let's say Arizona wins; they won two games, and Murray's back. They could win two or three more games. They end up with four or five wins. Um, Chicago has their own pick, which they have three wins, same as us. They can end up with more wins from us. We can have that third pick hypothetically. If Arizona and Chicago finish with better records than us, Chicago would have Carolina's first pick. The Giants would have the second yeah, pick. Forget about the Patriots, too. The Patriots are bad. They are bad yeah, as well. All that matters is the people that need uh, quarterbacks. Back, That's all that yeah. we need to worry about. And they're taking a quarterback because yes, Mac they Jones are. is The Giants geez. are taking I mean, a quarterback. Exactly. So, And who knows? Penix could be a name that people fall in love with closer to their draft. Quarterbacks are at a premium. If we're picking top five, we might be able to figure out a way to get a guy like uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. And if we don't, I'm not going to cry it. and sulk if we get I'm one of these cry. tackles. Cry. <laughs> if, we, if we get one of these tackles and they end up, you know, securing Will Levis's blind side, you have Skaronsky and Alden Skaronsky, where the kid from Penn State, um, 
you know, protecting his blind side for the next decade. That'd be cool. That's the safe thing. But nowadays, I think it's worth the gamble to get the next Jamar Chase, the next Justin Jefferson, the next, God forbid we even say it, A.J. Brown. You know what I mean? To get that Tyreek Hill, the guy who's going to be there for a decade, be a difference maker. Um, and who knows, guys? Maybe we do keep we do keep Henry next year on a short deal. We come back with Marvin Harrison Jr. and DeAndre Hopkins and Derrick Henry. I mean, the Bengals came and back. T. Higgins. And T. Higgins, yeah. <laughs> And the rest of the 80 million we have left to free agency spread across the offensive line. Um, you never know. You could turn it around and corners. Quick. Yeah, you, you could turn it around quick. But if we don't, it alludes to what I was saying earlier. If we don't get it right in the next year, the next two years with our draft picks and our capital and free agency, then we're going to be the uh, Browns of the league from. Uh, I think from, we'll be all right. I'm just saying that's how crucial these next two offseasons oh, are. We're on the we were on the brink of turning it around in a year, and you could say, "Shit, the Titans are a wild card team already." They were three and fourteen last year, or they were four and thirteen. Or it could be like, "Damn, they're going to be really bad for a long time." Six four two ten. That's all I'm going to say, guys. Listen, and I, I want to put it on record. Two ten, and he's twenty fucking years old. That's all I don't. I want to put. I want to put it on record that Jared doesn't want Marvin Harrison Jr. No, he's I absolute cra- No, no, I not you, not you. Not you, the viewers listening. Jared doesn't want Marvin Harrison Jr. as a generational talent. What is he crazy about? Blah, blah, blah. I would love Marvin Harrison Jr., but this team needs so much. I don't know what I would do with the pick, is what I'm saying. I would love it to have another AJ Brown, maybe even times okay. 10. Let's just look at the history then. If you don't know what to do with the pick, just look at the history. I know there's a new GM in town, but the bottom line is this team has been generationally or historically bad at picking offensive linemen outside of Taylor Lewan and Jack Conklin. All the really good offensive linemen have come through free agency like Ben Jones, like Roger Saffold. You know, there are others I'm missing, but you, because just as important as, as, as assuring these things up, it's locking down players that are really good and really young for an extended period of time. So We've been swinging and missing, swinging and missing, swinging and missing offensive linemen. Obviously, it looks like Skaronsky's probably going to be great. He's not jumping off the page, unfortunately, because everyone around him is shit. But we're going to find out what he's made of when he has some help around him. But we don't, we're not even positive Skaronsky is like a Pro Bowl t- caliber offensive lineman. So we're still going to use another top five pick or top 10-ish pick on another offensive lineman, let another generational wide receiver go off the board, it just, it, I, I don't want it anymore. I don't want it anymore. We need some more juice. We need some more people in the seats. Mm-hmm. We need more excitement. This fan base has no excitement right now. And we're just as important as, as anything else. And a guy like Marvin Harrison Jr. Especially with the new stadium around. With the a new corner. stadium. I mean, just let me just paint you guys a picture. And I know some of you are like, no, 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 you can't do it because well, you're Bob, all like. Bob Rossi right now. Oh, yeah, right. Just imagine a 6'4", 200. At this, once he gets to the NFL, he's going to gain 15 pounds on accident. 6'4", 225-pound guy with with Harrison Jr. on the back with number 11. I, I, I Come on. I mean, going into a new stadium. Look, Vinny's smirking already. He can't even contain hey, himself. I, I said Marvin Harrison Jr. first. I mean, I don't know if you said him before I came on live Sunday, but what did I say? Is one of the yeah, first said things the I car. said. As as inebriated as I was, I said that Marvin, you, you're bad enough this year. The silver lining could be 
Marvin Harrison Jr. So Guys, I'm there's, a, be- there's a ton of talent too in this draft too. I yeah. mean, I know this ain't even a draft. This ain't even the end of the year little podcast. But I mean, we know the writing's on the wall with six losses. So I mean, yeah. and if, and going into Jacksonville, it'll be the most it'll be the most tightened thing to do. Like you always say, Vin, to go into Jacksonville <laughs> division win. game and win, win in Jacksonville. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has nine touchdowns and six interceptions, so he's not playing great either. But who knows? I mean, I, it's it's crazy to think this. Yeah, I kind of – I hate to say it. I want to get through the rest of this season healthy, maybe with one more win because the writing's on the wall. It seems like we have a kid who, if we do the right things by him, could be here for a decade. Let's get out of this season healthy um, and, and move on. Yeah, got Rabel. Yeah, well, the, either we do that or not. You know, let's get everything done right by by number eight, okay? Because if 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 he fails, then, you know, then we're back at square one. So Vin, what, what would you, Vin? What would you think about Eddie George? If we, could, if we can get him out of uh, his his job, I, mean, I mentioned it to my dad. He was like, "I don't think so." But nah, I mean, I don't. I think he's got too many things going on with the college thing. He does some Broadway acting as well. I think he needs some. Well, our head coach can't do any fucking Broadway acting. Yeah. That's for I mean, listen, I, would, I mean, listen. Of course, we'd all be excited, and you never know. I mean, ex players can become coaches and 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 do well. Vrabel being a prime example. Antonio Pierce looks like he's. You know, could be a good head coach. Dan Campbell played in the league. So I think it's possible. I don't think it could happen. But if you want to talk about excitement, him as your coach, who he grew up watching, he played against the Colts all them years. With Marvin Harrison Jr. on his team with that new stadium in three years. Talk about a fucking selling point. I well, mean, what about another guy, too, that I just thought about now, and then we have to wrap up. I don't know if he's a good like a good enough football mind, but how freaking terrifying would Javon Curse be with a headset on? How, <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about a frightening guy as a coach? I, I agree. Hey, maybe we could put him on that training staff or just, just somebody. Yeah, to, that's awesome. Start, yeah. start him as a defensive yeah. ends coach. Yeah. After we fire Vrabel, you make him the interim. Every player on the freaking team is going to be excited. They'll start smoking cigars. It'll be great. It'll be great. Yeah, and the rest of the world is going to be sunshines and rainbows, and it'll all be okay. We're in the twilight zone anyway, so why don't we just start dreaming? We'll start dipping the Kool-Aid, Javon Curse's head coach, Marvin Harrison Jr. as the freaking best receiver on our team. You know, uh, what else can we Will Levis. Will Levis. Yeah, Will Levis is the greatest quarterback to ever play football. Marvis Harrison Jr. and Will Levis are going to be Peyton Manning. We're going to have Marvin Harrison Sr. in Nashville wearing a Titans jersey. I mean, (laughs) what else else could you freaking ask for? It's all right. We'll take the tackle from Penn State, and um, we'll- yeah, I know. Yeah, and then we'll put him at. We'll put him. We'll we'll take the tackle from Penn State and put him at left guard. That's what we're gonna do. All right, all right. All here right. we go, guys. We got to wrap up. I got to run to work. So, um, once again, everyone, thanks for joining in tonight. Uh, I'm sure we'll have more to talk about in the coming days. With uh, we'll see if anything switches up as far as offensive linemen and whatnot. Uh, this team never gives us uh, opportunities to, to, to give us content. So um, make sure you like, comment, share, uh, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Make sure you share the show with your friends. And uh, that's it. We're going to keep on trucking, guys. So I hope everyone has a fantastic rest of their week. And uh, we'll see you in Jacksonville. Sammy, send me out. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Talking Titans, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.